We've been singing this morning in the second hymn we sang, verse four, it says, forever justified, forever justified by his atoning blood. So we shall be glorified in presence of our God. Here long, we shall our Savior see, for where he is, his saints must be. And uh, just two, two scriptures, well-known scriptures in Romans 5 and verse 1. It says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I, it's a marvelous thing to know that we have peace with God. We did not go to God and to make peace with him for all have sinned. We did not go and to make peace with God, but God sent his son to us, for us, and make peace with God for us. And so it's a blessing that this morning we can sing and say, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. It's a, it's a blessing. And then we have in the, in the same hymn, the, the last two lines of that hymn say, Ere long we shall our Savior see, for where he is, his saints be. And the, the well-known uh, verse in, uh, in, in John chapter 14, I'll just read a few verses. John chapter 14 and verse 1. So let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there he may be also, and whether I go in no and the way he know. The thought for us this morning is that the Lord Jesus is coming again for us. Who am I? The, the, the one, one hymn writer and songwriter writes, he said, who am I that a king should live and die for? That he's coming again to take us to be with himself. And this is, this is a blessing. This is a glorious hope. So we really have to give thanks and praise this morning. We have that which is to thank and praise God for every day, not only in a Sunday morning, but every day, oh, we are to praise him. So we just give thanks to God for his mercy. Shall we pray? Father, we give you thanks this morning for the Lord Jesus, the one who has brought satisfaction to thy heart. We could hear thee say, God, our Father, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. This is the one, our God and Father, who alone could have done a work pleasing to thyself, satisfying thyself concerning sin, our God. He hath done that work. Lord Jesus, this morning we praise thee 
We praise thee, glorious Lord, who died to set us free. We thank thee, Lord Jesus, that thou didst endure the cross, despise the shame, the spitting, the scorn, the rejection. Lord Jesus, blessed Savior, this morning we can come giving thanks and praise to thee, and thou art worthy, Lord Jesus, of all of our praise. We thank thee this morning that thou hast finished that work. We could hear thee say, finish. Blessed Savior, what a privilege we have this morning. We who were far off, we who were nothing, we who were like sheep gone astray. Lord Jesus, this morning we can come to thee giving thanks, giving praise, giving worship. And we are waiting for thee, Lord Jesus. We are waiting for thee to come again and to take us to be with thyself. Oh, glorious hope we have. Lord Jesus, truly we praise, we worship, we adore thee this morning. We ask, Lord, to accept our thanks, our praise, our adoration, as we offer it in your worthy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Our blessed Lord Jesus, what he has, what he has done, that he has brought us into nearness. He has united our hearts. Uh, and the precious, well, all of these thoughts are precious, but also was brought before us. The thought that he is, is coming back for us. And we, we bask in these, in these thoughts. And um, I have no intention at all of, of, of um, uh, diverting from, from that, from those thoughts. Uh, but, you know, just to add a little to what has been said, a little to what has been brought before us with regards to what has God done with and for the Lord Jesus. Um, so just to follow and follow on, because it was brought before us also that, you know, the, the time will come when every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And it was, we were reminded that even those who, whether, in other words, whether at that time, whether man will want to do it or not, he will have to do it. Every knee shall bow. But what has God done for the Lord Jesus? You know, there are some things in the scripture that um, was given to the Lord. Uh, he, he could have said, he could have said in, um, in Matthew, all power is given me. Um, and that is one of the things that has been given to, the, to our blessed Lord Jesus as a result of what he has, he has done. Uh, brought before us again um, that God has given him 
a name which is above every name. Um, but, you know, the church is also a gift to our blessed Lord Jesus. And I just like to, just like to, 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 just to look at a little of that very briefly. Um, in, in, in John 17, you know, we find, we find that, that as a result of what the Lord Jesus has done, God has rewarded him. God has given him uh, the church. So the church is a gift. Is a, and not just a gift, but a love gift to the Lord Jesus. So we have in chapter John 17 at verse 6, the Lord Jesus said, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me and they have kept thy word. You know what, there is much in this, in this one little verse. Um, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. The Lord Jesus is the one who has made known to us the Father. What would we have known about God the Father if it were? for the Lord Jesus because you see it is one thing to know about God and when we think of, of God we think of uh, as somebody put it recently all the omnis he's omnipresent he, he's omniscient and um, he is omnipotent it speaks of the, it speaks of the one who, who knows all things who sees all things and who is all-powerful that's god but you know when we think of father it speaks of relationship and um you know it is it is one thing to it is one thing to know a, a man it is one thing to know a great man a man that is loved and respected uh but when that man is my father, it brings to it a different connotation, as it were. It is not just that this man is all is all respected, all loved, and all of that, but this man is my father. This man, it, it brings relationships. So, you know, if you should be talking about this man, or if somebody should be talking about this man, you know, this man is... You know, is a great man. Is a man that I respect. Is a man that loves. It's a, and every good thing about that man. But then the person who our person's talking didn't know that that man is your father, and you come in and you say, you know, that man is my father, and it makes all the difference. Eyes are now on you, as it were. That man, your father. Well, the Lord Jesus did exactly that for us. He made known to us the Father, not just God, because man would have known God, that he is there and he is all-powerful and he can do everything and all of that. But in terms of knowing God in in, by relation, that was not in existence. Nobody knew God. 
as father. Nobody knew God uh, in closeness. Nobody knew God um, as the one who is merciful, as the one who is forgiving, as the one who, who is love. God is love, but it is upon uh, the revelation of him as father by the son that we come to know that oh, God is love. God is not just a God of judgment. God is not just a God who is all powerful. God is love. God is gracious. God is loving. God is kind. God has my interests. Uh, all of that comes out in the fact that this same God is our father and he being made known to us as father is as a result of what the Lord Jesus said. So the Lord Jesus said, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me. I have manifested thy name. And thy name there would remind us of manifesting his name to us would remind us that he has made known unto us God, his character, uh, his, his very nature, and all of those things that were not there before in terms of us knowing. And then it says, uh, uh, which thou gavest me. And that is where we come to the conclusion that the church is God's love gift to the Lord Jesus. He says, out thine they were. But how were, how, how were we his? Because you cannot give a gift and you cannot give a gift of something that you don't own. You cannot pick up something from somebody else's property and give it to somebody else as a gift. It, it is not yours. It is not proper. So how is it that God uh, gave us to the Lord Jesus? How did he own us? And right away, you know, by way of creation would come, would come to mind. But it is much more than creation. It is new creation. Because, you know, we are told that, you remember in Romans 8, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? We were and are God's elect. God has elected us before the foundation of the world. We are his before we knew. We are his before we are his. Put it this way. Trust that it doesn't make any... Um, cause any misunderstanding uh, but we were his before salvation we were his before i actually accepted the lord i was marked out for blessing and don't we have that in a hymn which says in deep eternal counsel before the worlds were was made god purposed us for blessings and chose us in his son so we were gods by way of election. And therefore, he has now given us, the church, to his son, the Lord Jesus, as a gift. Verse 12 of the same John 17 says, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name, those that thou gavest me. And also in verse 24, the Lord said, Father, I will that 
they also whom thou have given me be with me where I am. And so we have we have here, uh, I think there are a few other times when it is mentioned, verse nine also, for example, that we have been given to the Lord Jesus uh, as a love gift from God the Father. Now, one of the, I, 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 I skip uh, a line in verse six and I want to go back to it because he, the, the, the Lord Jesus said, um, and thou gavest them me and they have kept thy word. Hmm, kept thy word. Aren't these the same men who little after this would have would would be forsaking him and say I don't know him and uh, forsook him everybody forsook him and fled weren't these the same men at one point when the Lord Jesus told them that they he was going to suffer they started to say to him no Peter said no that will never happen to you isn't these the same men who uh, when the Lord Jesus told them that he's going to die they sat among themselves and wondered uh, who is going to be greatest in the, in the kingdom instead of being concerned about the Lord Jesus. But the Lord said, they have kept, they have kept thy word. And it's, a, it's, it's just a, 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 a wonderful thing here that this is said by the Lord Jesus of those that he has given, the Father has given to him. And therefore, the Lord Jesus could speak of his own this way because they were in him. What we are in Christ is faultless. What we are in ourselves is sinful. Uh, what we were in Adam, sinful. And the fact is on our own, there are still features of Adam upon us. Still features of Adam upon us. But, you know, it's a wonderful thing that the Lord Jesus could have said of them uh, that they have kept thy word. The Lord Jesus is not casting any, any blame, any negative thing concerning his own here, his church, because they are, we are seen as in Christ. And when we are seen in him, then we are seen before God as accepted accepted in the beloved as the scripture also say but we might want to ask the question um you know in james 1 at verse 17 we are told here that um god gives the best because one would wonder uh, humanly speaking you would say but god didn't have anything better to give to his son, the Lord Jesus, apart from these uh, men who have sinned. But no, in verse 17 of James 1, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. And so it goes to show how it baffles me, it baffles me, but it goes to show who we are in Christ as a result of what he has done. 
as a result of the nearness that we have been brought into, as a result of the fact that, um, as was brought before us, every knee shall bow, as a result of the fact that he has promised that he will come back for us. It's, it's a wonderful thing, but humanly speaking, you say, hmm, uh, every good gift, what is good about these men? But it goes to show, beloved, who we are in Christ. The man, the woman, the brother, the sister in Christ, who he is, who she is in Christ. God sees no flaw there. And so he's able to give that perfect gift, that love gift to his, to his son. You know, in Psalm 116, verse, is it verse 15? Um, Precious in the sight of God are the, is the death of, let me make sure of that. Let me, Psalm 116, I think, Psalm 116. Yes, verse, 16, verse 15. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Whoa. Even our death, beloved, even the death of a believer is precious in the sight of the Lord. While we are living, we are precious to him. When we die, the death of the believer is precious to the Lord. So whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord. And he, we are as precious to him at death as we are in life. What a wonderful thing. So the, God the Father has given to his son the, the gift, the best love gift of his heart. We who were elected before the foundation of the world, belonging to God, therefore, by way of election, God has now given us the church to the Lord Jesus. By way of blood, by way of election, he, he owned us before the foundation of the world. Now, via blood, the precious blood of the Lord Jesus. And you know, in, I think it is in the book of Romans. You know the blood of the Lord Jesus is referred there, there also as the blood of God. God, in the, 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 the blood of bulls and goats and Jewish altar slain could not take away sin. Nor remove its sins. But the precious blood of our Lord Jesus. God found blood in the blessed Lord Jesus that could cause him to forgive man to come out to man so we are his we are we are we are his by way of election that's god and now we belong to the lord by way of us being a love gift from uh god to the lord jesus the church is god's love gift to the lord jesus and you know in in, in the same john here chapter 13 well let me yes Chapter 13, I just want to compare to show us how precious we are to, um, in comparison, in, in John 3.16 then. 
for God so loved the world. That takes in the fact that, every, that God has made provision through his love for every human being. But in chapter 13, it says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. He loved them to the last limit. He loved them. This is, you know, it is only the church that has been spoken of in this way. God loved the world yet. But here, it is not just loves us. It says he loved us unto the end, unto the final extreme. It is only the church that is spoken of this way. And then, you know, just to, to zero in on as we seek to close, um, uh, the gift that God has given to his son, what is he doing with it? What is he going, well, what has he done? What is he doing? And what will he do with this love gift that is, um, has been given to him? So we, we are going to close with Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, uh, at verse 25 to 27. Ephesians 5, 25 to 27. Verse 25 says, Husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. That's the past. What has he done with the church that has been given to him? He loved it and gave himself for it. That's the past. That's what the Lord Jesus has done for this love gift that God has given him. Then in verse 26, it says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. This is no this is no present. This is no present. He is at this time sanctifying and cleansing it with the washing of water by the word, which is the word. So we see in the, future, in the past, he gave himself for the church. Presently, he is uh, he's cleansing it, sanctifying it. Because as was said, you know, before, that outside of our of Christ, there are there are uh, there 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 are things, features of Adam, that are still on us. The Lord is dealing with that presently. And then in verse twenty-seven, he said that he might present it to himself a glorious church. This is future tense. We look forward to that, beloved. That. One of these days, the bride of Christ will be presented to him. But nobody else will be able to present this bride to him apart from himself. He's going to present this, he's going to present this bride uh, himself, a glorious church, having, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. 
one of these days, the Lord Jesus is going to present the church to himself gloriously. And um, I had said the last, that was the last um, passage, but uh, bear with me. There was one last verse that comes to mind, and I think we all know it, in, 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 um, in Exodus chapter 21, I think it is, Exodus 21. Um, so just bear with me. Uh, we're not going to be long here, but just to, just to bring it before us again. We, we, we are talking about the, the slave who was given the opportunity to go after he had served. And in verse 5 of Exodus 21, um, this is his response. It says, and if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go free. You know, it's a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus. He says, I love my master. That's the Lord Jesus loving his father. I love my master. But notice that he's presented here as a servant. And so the Lord Jesus came in this scene in servant form. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and became a servant. So he says, I love my master. The Lord, a beautiful picture of the Lord Jesus. He said, I do always those things that please the father. He said, I love my wife. That's the church. Because the scripture um, had said, I, I, I left out that, but I must bring in that. Um, uh, if verse 2 says if thou buy an Hebrew servant six years he shall serve and in the seventh year he shall go out free for nothing if he came in by himself he shall go out by himself if he were married then his wife shall go out with him if his master had given him a wife and she have borne him sons or daughters the wife and her children shall be her master's and he shall go out by himself. And this is a, a picture of the Lord Jesus again. His master has given him a bride. If his master have given him a wife, God the Father has given the Lord Jesus a bride. Um, and it says, and, he, and she have borne him sons and or daughters. It speaks of us as individuals in the assembly. So he says in verse 5, going back there, I love my master. The Lord Jesus loved his father. I love my wife. He, that, that wife was given to him by his master and my children. So the Lord Jesus loves us as an assembly, as a church. But, you know, he also loves us as individuals. So just these thoughts, I thought I would just add to what was brought before us already, that the Lord Jesus has done wondrously for God the Father, and he has also done wondrously for us, and God has rewarded him. And one of the things that God has given him is a bride. God has given him the church as a result of what he has done, because uh, he has done wondrously. So may these thoughts help us as we go on in this scene, beloved, that um, uh, God has given us 
us. Wonderful. God has given us to his son as a love gift. The church has been given to the Lord Jesus as a love gift. May we bask in this beloved as we continue to wonder because we must wonder, how is it? How is it that I am included in this? What did I do? Nothing. What can I do? Nothing. What will I do? Nothing. And yet it is true that you and I, we are a part of this love gift that God has given to his son as a result of what he has done. Trust that we might cherish these things, including those that were brought to us before, beloved, for his name's sake. Amen.